Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is Hackers Place Digital Bombs in Stock Market Computer System. A new report says that sophisticated Russian hackers broke into the NASDAQ Stock Exchange's computer system, snooped around, and then placed malware bombs that could have caused serious problems for investors and perhaps the U.S. economy if they had gone off. The report by Bloomberg Businessweek said that the attack occurred in 2010, but that U.S. officials never announced or released details about the incident. NASDAQ said that the attackers did not breach important systems or steal personal information and that their malware bomb never activated. Nonetheless, some security experts say hackers' ability to break into and then compromise NASDAQ's secured system represents a serious threat. They contend the attacks demonstrate how cyber criminals could steal personal data from important institutions, manipulate or stop trading on stock markets, and cause other problems that could disrupt the U.S. and world economies. Thus, they say, the U.S. government should help protect NASDAQ, banks, utilities, and other institutions whose digital security has important national ramifications. The NASDAQ hackers used specially written malware that exploited at least two zero-day vulnerabilities in the stock market's network. The malware is designed not only to spy and steal information, but also to act as delayed action bombs that could cause system damage. Due to the nature of the attacks, numerous federal agencies began investigating the matter. They found signs that a large amount of data may have been stolen, However, investigators have been unable to identify the attackers or their goals or whether they worked for a foreign government. Bloomberg blamed the Russian government, which has denied the accusations. Our second story is, Cloud Computing Makes Life Difficult for Forensics Investigators. Cloud computing is posing a challenge to forensic investigators who find, collect, and analyze digital information to help solve crimes. The features that make the technology attractive, such as scalability, flexibility, and distributed data access, are causing problems for these detectives, who now must try to find and gather evidence in ever-changing, self-provisioning cloud environments that cross national, jurisdictional, and legal boundaries. To address these concerns, the U.S. National Institute of Standards and Technology, known as NIST, recently completed a study and issued a draft report on its findings. The report, conducted by the NIST Cloud Computing Forensic Science Working Group, an international group of industry, government, and academic experts, identifies challenges, makes several recommendations, and calls for further research. For example, the study noted, Investigators used to be able to seize a PC and check for information that's relevant and important to cases. Now, though, they could come up empty if suspects are keeping their data in the cloud. In addition, being able to take physical devices meant that detectives had control over them. This is now more difficult due to the distributed nature of cloud computing, which makes it challenging to maintain the ongoing chain of custody necessary to verify the integrity of evidence. The cloud can also make it difficult to identify the owner of seized information, verify the validity and integrity of material, 
and otherwise conduct investigations in ways that conform to legal standards. The NIST study said that experts should conduct additional research into the problems and complexities of conducting digital forensics in cloud environments and help develop standards, frameworks, and technologies for such activities. Our final story is, applications change the way we park our cars. Parking a car in almost any metropolitan area can be a tremendous inconvenience, potentially requiring frustrated drivers to spend considerable time looking for spaces and finding change to feed meters. However, application developers and government agencies are developing mobile apps, websites, and other forms of technology that can help smartphone and PC users deal with these challenges. For example, ParkMe provides parking information and reservations for on- and off-street parking in 1,800 cities in 32 countries. ParkMobile, developed in 1999 in Europe and now operating in Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the U.S., provides parking payment services to subscribers. In general, the U.S. has been slower than Europe, whose cities are more densely populated, to use parking technologies, but this is changing. For instance, the Spot Hero website and application helps drivers reserve parking and get discounts in garages in various U.S. metropolitan areas. The Haystack app lets people sell their Baltimore area parking spots to drivers looking for spaces, generally for about $3. The Boston Transportation Department is planning to release an app this fall that would let people pay parking meters directly from their smartphones. Evanston, Illinois already has such a program. The city of Miami Beach, Florida, worked with Park Mobile and ParkMe to launch software that helps drivers find and pay for parking spots. And Chicago plans to enlarge its pay-by-smartphone service, Park Chicago, to all of its 36,000 parking meters within a few months. Other apps tell users if their meter is running low and compares prices of parking spaces. In addition to making lives easier, proponents say, the new parking technology reduces the amount of time people spend driving and therefore their overall carbon emissions. Industry observers say the next step may be voice-activated parking apps that keep users from having to work with smartphones and other devices while driving. Thank you for listening and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.